0: What up guys, this is Eddie Madrid of Marson House Records, and right now you were tuned in to Mighty Mighty Marson House on Lawson Entertainment. What up, Tim? What's going on, everybody? I am Timothy Lawson, and you are listening to Mighty Mighty Marson House, a podcast collaboration between Lost in Entertainment and Marston House Studios. Each and every week I bring on an artist from the hip-hop community to talk about how they got introduced to the culture, their creative process, and we even decipher a bit of their lyrics to get more of the story than what just the songs are saying. This week I have Jedi Mind Tricks affiliate Just A Law on the show. He made his debut on Jedi Mind Tricks' album, Violent by Design, in 2000 and has grown a very large fan base ever since. And I, just, I had a very interesting conversation with Just about the community and about collaboration, about what it's like trying to be a solo artist after being a group artist, etc. I know that if you're familiar with Just, you're really going to enjoy this conversation. And if you're not, you're going to be really intrigued by who he is as a person and as an artist. So, after the interview, be sure to go to youtube.com slash MarstonXHouse to check out all of Marston House videos and ciphers. Be sure to go to LawsonEntertainment.com to hear more of this podcast and others produced by Lawson Entertainment. Enjoy the interview. Let me know what you think on Twitter. I'm at TimLawson21. They're at Marston House. Enjoy. You know they gonna love it. All right, everybody. This week I have just a law on the show today. Just uh, thank you so much for joining me,
1: Timothy. Thank you for having me.
0: So it's you know, your your affiliation with Jedi Mind Tricks is what most people uh, how most people I think are familiar with you. But you have plenty of solo material as well, which we'll get into uh, moving forward but before we get into your career at the moment, it's important for people who maybe aren't familiar with Just a lot to understand how he got into the game. So bring us back to that, that moment when you were exposed to hip-hop, when, whether it was a song, maybe you saw some B-boys breakdancing, maybe you walked by, uh, you know, Cope's uh, uh, mural on a wall or something and just were inspired. How did you get into hip-hop?
1: Wow, wow. You know, well... I pretty much grew up into it because I have an older sister who was a fan of it. She's seven years older than me. So she was always listening to rap. My first rap I distinctly remember is probably UTFO and like the whole uh, Roxanne Shantae. And back then I was just like, wow, what is this? You know, and uh, you know, um, it was, it just kind of intrigued me. You know, I was rapping probably by the age of nine. You know, by by that time, I was just kind of like, wow, you know, it was just kind of like hearing the, the, the wit in the lyrics and the music. It was just I just never heard anything like that. You know, just listening to what my mom listened to, it was more just soul and, you know, um, Luther Vandross and stuff like that. And then my I had my sister listening to hip hop. And as soon as I heard that, I started venturing out on my own and just listening to whatever I could, you know, and, uh, you know, you just became involved with the culture and I was from, I'm from a small town, like the Boondocks, it's it's uh Browns Mills, New Jersey. That's, that's where I'm from. So it was like, there was really no other hip hop outsource or source for me besides like TV or what I heard on the radio, or what my friends were listening to, what my sister's friends were listening to, so I was always always into people's uh you know what I mean like catalog of music, like oh, okay, like he listened to rap, what's he listening to? you know what I'm saying, and just gravitating towards that all the time
0: it's um it's interesting, you know you i mean you have a few years on me, even, and I think back to when i was younger and how disco- like music exploration was truly like a discovery process like when you would stumble across someone's cd or someone recommended something to you now and i think i think the adventure in exploring music is lost a little bit on the internet age because every everything is so available it almost seems like it's less exciting to be exposed to something But when you're, you know, I remember being younger and someone would be like, Hey, I I just discovered this artist, you need to listen. And it was like an experience to put the CD in or put the tape in and listen to it. And, and then and then enjoy it and then go out and try to find more of their music. You couldn't just google them and find, well let me hear all their songs on YouTube. You actually had to go through a process of going to the record store, talking to friends, stuff like that to get more material from artists you enjoy.
1: Yes, yes. You know that's that's yeah, heads are definitely missing that now because I wasn't even aware of it. I was so in in tune to it. I was almost studying it. You know what I mean? It was it, it becomes a part where you're just like you have to know how to find the music that you like and who's doing it. And, you know, what I mean, you want to I never even went to shows because in my area, they just never came to that part of town. So it was kind of just like, yeah, my only outlet to the music was searching and digging for it, you know, and just just always uh, having an ear open to, to what else was out there.
0: Right, right. So I mean, if you you know if you said you you started rapping almost by the age of uh of nine, uh, so you know you would have been like 87, 88 that, that that you're starting to you know tamper with uh with the skill set of rapping, did you you know and that was like the the heart of the of like hip hop's real movement was in the 80s you know because it was, the exposure was just getting uh was getting a lot more. Uh, and then, of course, going to the momentum that it had in the '90s, did you da- did you dabble in any other like elements of hip hop? Did you find yourself breaking or graffiti, or were you solely rap?
1: Yeah, I was solely rap, man you know uh, <laughs> we, all, we all tried to uh to dance and stuff like that, but it, you know it, dance is even harder because I had no you know what I mean, no one to show me moves, or there was really no one doing that. Around the area I was from, we were playing basketball and skateboard. You know what I'm saying, so it was just that was all we did and then uh you know, so it was kind of like yeah, just seeing stuff like that, you know what I mean like uh I, break dancing it if there if there were people that did it around me, maybe I would have done it more, even with graffiti, like sure. I didn't know any graffiti artists coming up, so it was kind of just even DJing, it was, that was an expensive hobby, you know what I mean, like, you, you needed money to do that, so that was, pro- you know what I mean, no one I knew at, like, that age really even did that, that wasn't until, like, you know what I mean, maybe my teenage years, but yeah, it was like, you kind of need to, you know, I always looked up to New York, you know what I mean, just because I felt like, wow, this is, like, the mecca of hip-hop, you know what I mean, but, you know, it, it's, 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 a uh, Hip hop exists everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't really go to New York and be like, where's the hip hop? You know what I mean? It's like you got cre- to, it, it's created in certain pockets of people that do it. You know what I mean? And then you just kind of focus on them. And, you know what I mean? And then I learned to create my own after that. You know what I mean? You create your own vibe and brand of hip hop.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm curious about your your stage name. Uh, because, you know, it, it, I think there's always, there's always an interesting story behind them. And, and yours is one I'm definitely not familiar with. What, how did you come to, to just a law?
1: Yeah. Just a law is just, uh, pretty much just a name, you know, um, my, my rap name, I, I used to have rap names back in the day. I was, uh, I called myself gifted. I called myself, um, ominous, you know what I mean? I think there was another one somewhere in there, but, just a law was was more of like uh, my attribute when I when I became a student of the nation of the gods and earths, you know, so it was kind of like that was just like that was more of a like a uh, that was more of who I was, you know, what I mean, it was more of just my studies in the sciences and stuff like that. And I, I, I just identified with the name. It wasn't really ever intended to be like the rap name. You know what I mean it was it was sure. it was but uh you know just it was like the at the time the the first records I was on dropped that was the um you know people were calling me just and you know what I mean it was kind of just like it just kind of fit better and you know not saying that the rap names were good, getting goofy you know what I mean but it was kind of just like I wanted that like you know there are certain certain rappers that have names, and then there's certain rappers that don't use like stage names, and I, I kind of just felt even more comfortable with just having a name than rather having like a, you know, what I mean, like a um, like a a rap name necessarily.
0: Sure. So, what a question that I really enjoy asking MCs, and one I think they have a little bit more difficulty answering because it takes a lot of recall, but. You know, you started. So you started rapping way back at the age of nine. Uh, you know, you're 36 now. That's a long time to be involved in one skill set. Yeah. Can you remember, or can you recall at least one time where you noticed that your talent took a huge leap? When you noticed, when you started. I uh, mean, when you recorded a song, or started writing, or you're freestyling something. You're like, man, I got. I've seriously gotten better at this.
1: Yeah. You know, it was. It was back when. Um, I guess I was like 14 when uh I recorded the first demo with what is what is now Jedi Mind Tricks or what was then Jedi Mind Tricks. You know what I mean? Like uh, um, we were called something else, but uh, it was the pressure of having to perform it. You know what I mean? It was like I was more of just like the freestyle dude. Like back then, like 13, it was uh, 12, 13, it was just easy to just say something that you know what i mean a rhyme that you remembered and then just go off the top of your head with whatever else you know and then you know when it was like oh you gotta do an actual 16 bar rhyme and you know what i mean like people are gonna hear this forever <laughs> you know so it was kinda, forever yeah yeah it was kind of like oh it's time to step the game up and it and then it was like it wasn't until maybe like the third or fourth track i was all i was always like a uh a patient writer, you know what I mean? Like, nah, I could do better. I could do better. So I would always like sort of wait to the last minute to, to give my, you know what I mean? To get my best in. And yeah. th- there was one line in particular, I can recall. It was like, we were in the car going to record it and I still hadn't finished the rhyme. And it was, it was something that was in the news. And, uh, I, like, just thought of it, like, right while we were about to record. I was, like, uh, I introduced my style hall call. I bring it raw. The pain is worse than getting caned in Singapore. And, you know what I mean? Like, at the time, there was a kid who who got was, like, graffitiing on cars in Singapore from the States. And they were going to cane him. You know what I mean? Like, as his punishment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, nobody remember it now. You know what I'm saying? But, like... It was, It At the time, it was like a big news event. And then that's how I learned, oh, the punchline. You know what I mean? It was like that. It, it made it so much better. You know what I mean? Having an actual substance to a rhyme or, you know what I mean? An actual line that like stuck out to people.
0: Yeah. It's where they, it's no longer, it, it, there's a metaphor, but there's also a reality involved in it.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah
0: so you know you talk, you know so there's your there's that that creative leap that you saw and so over the past you know let's say 20 25 years let's talk about your creative process and maybe even how it's evolved so um you know how how does just a law approach a track do you hear a beat and get inspired do you have lyrics and then search for a beat how does that work for you
1: man you know that that was one thing i learned you know uh because how i how i developed even my skill you know i was always a a guest on a on a track you know i would say now to this extent you know it was like um i never really chose my own beats it was like uh you know um we had a dude doing the all the beats so you pretty much he pretty much dictated the sound you know And, you know, that was cool because I kind of, I dug the beats, but it's like, until you have full control, you really don't even have like an approach to a track, you know? I mean, I know most heads, you know, they just put a 16 on a track or, or just a rhyme or, and then if it's like a a song, oh, we'll do just do two or three rhymes, you know what I mean? Like, just rhymes you could put on anything that don't really, uh, they're not really cohesive with the track or the song. They're just kind of battle rhymes nowadays. And when I started writing, I was just like, or making songs, actually, I was kind of like, nah, I'm not just going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to make sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be format. It can't just be like, you know what I mean? All over the place. Like, some people, to me, it sounds like, they have a hundred remixes to the same song because the lyrics are interchangeable to anything they do. You know what I mean? But I was just kind of like, when I approached this album and they actually this, the album, when, it, when I was doing the solo album, it, it forced me to actually dig into my imagination and find those songs. You know, it's like a lot of people, I kind of feel they don't really push themselves to, to create good music because they're impatient or, you know what I mean? Whatever factors it, it's a, maybe it's a money thing or, you know what I mean? They just want to rush out product. But with me, it's always been like, I want that one track that's going to like knock people out. Like uh, on the rail, I just saw um uh, Buster Rhymes. Like, um, it was, it, it was on a YouTube clip or something, but he was at the, um, the 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 summer jam they did in New York, and he performed "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See," and it, and the crowd went nuts. And to this day, people go nuts when they hear that song. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's strength. You know what I'm saying? Like like you, I always wanted that as an MC. You know what I mean? To to command the crowd with something you've done. You know, like something like that.
0: Yeah, well, it's, you know, and you talk about a, an artist when they hit the stage and all it takes, um, you know, um, like with Kanye, you know, when that, you know, get my money, well, as soon as you hear that, the whole he hasn't even said anything yet, you know, and the whole crowd will go nuts because they know, you know, what's, um, they know what's coming up. So just hearing the the, the back of a, uh, hearing the introduction or like the, the the just the two or three seconds of the beat can just make the whole crowd go nuts because they you know they're so excited about that song and it's one that was done so well and it held such a strong place in time that everybody's excited to experience it right there.
1: Right, right, yeah, man. You know, it's it's almost about an energy, and you know, I I, I learned you know the more you focus, or sometimes you know some people just have a creative energy where you know what I mean like they can just record a song every day and maybe one of those songs will be a hit. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'm, I'm more like, let me just try to record this hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'll, I'll just focus on, on one thing for a long time, you know? And I've, I've figured like, that's how I got my best rhymes out of, you know what I mean? It's, it's never like a, a rush thing or it sounds like it's forced, you know, I was, like I said, I was always the guest MC. So it was like, I just wanted to be as sharp as I could writing that one sixteen bar. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, this is all I got to do. I'm gonna do it the best I can, you know. And then when it came to making the songs, I was like, oh, okay, this is how it's gonna. Like, I had a, a distinct way I wanted to present it. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, I just do my best to try to match what's in my head
0: with what's gonna be on the song. Sure, sure. Your your lyrics have been uh, described as aggressive, Afrocentric, and hateful in subject matter. Um, and I think I think anybody who's familiar with your material, like that description, makes sense. Um, uh, you know, you definitely have a more aggressive approach to your delivery. Um, what I'm curious to know is. How does, I mean, we've been talking here now for 20 minutes. We're, we're clearly enjoying our conversation. You're, I don't feel like you're walking around in a constant state of hate. How does, you know, when you're writing these aggressive lyrics, you know, what does it do to your mood uh, outside of the music? Like, does it, are you easily, can you easily shut off the difference between your creative material and then life outside of that? Or have you noticed, have you seen it blend?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, almost it is like like uh you know, we all I think we all have um multiple personalities to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? So it's like like when that's me, you know what I mean? When I'm writing that's me and when I'm just chilling that's me. You know what I'm saying? But the writing is more of like if I compressed my life to a 16 bar, you know what I mean like it, it It's like, um, just, um, damn, <laughs> it's like, uh, I just try to put as much energy as I can into it. And sometimes that comes off as, like, aggression, and, you know, I like, I'm aware of my audience, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love all my fans, you know what I mean? Like, no matter, like, what color or or whatever they are, you know? But you know, I sometimes I feel I do have to, without touching on certain topics, like I don't want to talk about race or politics in the rhymes. But you know, you know, I can. There's a way you can say that you're not. Like you know, when people listen back at this a hundred years from now, they want to know the mind state of the people that that were making the music. You know what I mean? Like if we're in a climate of like racial hatred and and you know what I'm saying? Like uh, stuff, the police brutality, like it's got to reflect in the art that, that exists of modern times. You know what I mean? Like you can't like, there's a bigger picture to it. Like I, I, I'm, I'm chill. You know what I mean? I'm always chill, but it's like, I do see like a bigger picture and a more worldly view of things. So I want to reflect that in the art and in the music.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then another, uh, one more question I have before we get to dive into one of your lyrics. Um, you know, like we mentioned at the top of the show, you're you know generally affiliated with, with with Jedi Mind Tricks. Um, you know, you've been in and out of that group a couple times in your career. Um, I'm not. I'm not really. Cu- I'm not really curious about what you know the the, the, the cause or the, the case of anything that that happened. What I'm curious about is how it affects your material. Going from a you know when you're in Je- when you're in Jedi, you're you're, you're you're a rapper in a group. You know you're you're giving you're you're contributing one verse to the song, and then you have to step out of that group and you have to be a solo artist and you have to make the entire song and how does how does that affect your material going from being one contributor to being the main act and then just the process of having to leave that affiliation and go from the brand of jedi mind tricks to the brand of just a Law
1: wow yeah you know um it it's a lot different you know it's it's just like if you were i gotta play two positions now or or it's one position you know what I mean like I kind of look at it as like you're just i'm just digging deeper into um, my own self now, you know what I mean? Now the album requires more of myself, you know, like the album I have now, MMA, it has more lyrics on it or rhymes than, than probably two Jedi mind trick albums that I've been on, you know, but it's solo, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not, uh, it's not, uh, it's not, um, it's supposed to have more lyrics, but you know what I mean? Like, I think that I held the job down better and you know when I'm when you're when you're on a track with somebody I'm usually competing with them you know what I mean like low key I'm competing with you you know what I mean like I want to sound better than you you know what I mean like and that's that's where it comes from you know I want people to remember my rhyme over yours you know it's and and so when I'm recording for myself or just it's just me on the track alone it's like okay, um, who am I competing against? I just have to put my best material out there and try to match it with the, with the, rhyme. you know what I mean? Try to match the rhymes in some way, or just go on a topic, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, I listen to a lot of people's songs, man, and and it just sounds like the same song, you know, the, the beat may be different, but there's no real, there's no real, um, depth to it, you know, like I, you, you could tell what the dude's next ten songs are going to be just from the one song, you know
0: Absolutely I think, uh, and that's, that's what a lot of fans' biggest criticism of any solo artist is, is, you know, all of your material um, it's important for your it's important for your delivery and your brand and everything to have a certain sound, but it's another thing when I hear a song of yours and I feel like I'm just hearing another track recycled um, like uh, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the the group Daft Punk. Um, they have a very distinct sound, and they've admitted that that's that's on purpose. They they want to make tracks that when people hear it, even before hearing this Daft Punk, think, oh man, this sounds like Daft Punk. But then you flip over to someone. And I don't want to I don't want to criticize a legend too much, but you go to someone like Jadakiss and. I'm sorry, all of his deliveries and rhymes and all that sort—they sort of—they sound like they're all pulled from the same like same rhyme scheme and everything. And I think you know, and that's uh, there's a there's that's two distinct differences of having a branded sound and then just sounding the same throughout all your lyrics.
1: Right, right, right. Yes, yeah. See, it's 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 all about your approach to music too. You know, uh, Jada—he's in a group, or he—I I i am more affiliate Jada. I know he's solo. But yeah, his rhymes do sound like if he were in a in a group and he just spit the 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 um the hardcore shit all the time, you know what I mean the yeah. battle shit like yeah, there's really no you know he does songs like why and he's got you know what I mean some variety in there, but for the most part, you're getting that rhyme, you know what i mean yeah you're you're right he he has a cadence and a See, Jada though, you know what I mean, there some people just have that if factor. It's yeah. like every time I hear his voice though, I, I like I, I pick up. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, he about to say something, you know what I mean? And it's just he just has a commanding tone to him, you know, and and like with the Daft Punk, like, yeah, the, the let's get lucky, like that that's catchy as hell, you know what I'm saying? Like their approach is is more on a on a universal tip, you know what I mean? Like they, sure. they probably think on a, uh, you know, this, like we have to sound different because of our brand, you know what I mean? We wanted to reach more people, you know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's a softer sound.
0: Yeah. And before anybody starts messaging me about hating on Jada, I'm just pointing out a, uh, a part of his delivery. I love Jada Kiss. And, and like you, I peak up every time I hear him get on a, on a track. So, Just, let's get into some of your lyrics. I pulled this excerpt from your song, Chess
1: King. Your fucking I feel
0: like there's more life behind this, uh, behind this lyric, because I feel like you really were, were thinking about some things that, that you know that you've had to encounter that other people may tremble at more. I mean, can you speak on that? Am I, am I reading into that lyric correctly?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, um, we, we all come from, um, we all have our own problems in our own lives. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't say like a dude that grew up in the hood has a harder life than a dude that grew up in the suburbs. You know what I mean? You never know what goes on with any person, you know? So it's like, I. but me personally, like just just being what I've been through and what I've seen, you know what I'm saying? It's just giving me a, a like, a fearless nature about me, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like I'm really numb to stuff, you know, so it's kind of – I just try to move move um, like that, you know what I mean? It, it, it's more of like um, you just <laughs> – you want to, you want the fans to understand that you can relate to them. And at the same time, you know what I mean? You, you want to say, well, but I'm different than you. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's, yeah. it's a relatable thing, but it's and at the same time, this is my own story. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's like, you know what I mean? Like you, you, I want you to understand what I'm going through, but at the same time, you know, just give me my, like, let me live, what I lived. You know what I mean? Like, let, let me own my own story, you know?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Just let's, Uh, we're going to go into what uh, what people, would, I guess, we consider a lightning round. I still don't know what to call this, uh, so we'll call it that for lack of a better term. Um, You've worked with a lot of MCs. You've been around the game for a long time, but I'm sure there's still people on your list that you'd love to work with. If I could snatch any artists around the world to come on a track with just a lot, who would you want to work with?
1: Yeah, you know, when I <laughs> um that's a hard question. Just because, you know, once I started recording stuff for myself, you, you get to appreciate what music is about and and it, it it's a real spiritual thing almost. You know what I'm saying? Like of recording. And you know, it was the features that I've had in my career, I I did a feature with Sean Price and he did it on the arm, and you know what I mean, like, um, it was more, it was like, he really didn't even know who I was, you know what I mean, like, he was just a cool dude, and he did it, like, like, I think he liked the beats that we were working with, so, you know what I mean, but like, I hooked that up, and you know what I mean, like, he did it, and that was cool, you know, but asking people to do stuff nowadays you know i mean like that was cool when i was young but like nowadays it's like i'm a fan of people you know i mean cool g rap is my favorite even now i'm like i don't know how we would sound on a track together you know i mean just because i'm so kind of into my own thing now it's not it's not a knock on anybody but it was like you know like some people they load their albums up with guest spots you know or they get these huge features and then they end up sounding like the the person that doesn't belong on the track. You know what I mean? Like they either get <laughs> yeah, they, they get outdone by people that they paid to be on the songs with them. Or, or you know what I mean? It's just weird paying people to make music with. I've always liked the organic feel of it. You know what I mean? If you know what I mean, even in Jedi Mind, it was like I really didn't feel like we needed that many guests to 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 be featured on the songs because it kind of takes away from your own sound so yeah if if you know if i got cool with a rapper you know i'm saying like and and we were building and vibing yeah definitely but if it's like if it's nobody i know personally i'm not really going to like seek out um to to make music with people it's just I'm just more comfortable. You know what I mean? It's just awkward and you're, you're asking and, you know, I would never want to pay nobody. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, yeah, it's like, I just want to keep it my content. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's more personal this way.
0: So what about the, you know, you've, you've performed in many places around the country. I'm sure you've done some international uh, performances as well. Is there anywhere you haven't performed that you wish you could?
1: Man, you know, I I'm going to say this like I never really thought about touring with Rapid. It was like that was like an afterthought. And yeah. you know, so like the when I started going to crazy places like I've been everywhere. You know what I mean? Like I, my first spot was Amsterdam. That kind of blew my mind. You know what I mean? It was like wow, I never expected this and 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 I'm you know what I mean, it was just kind of like I'm not really a tourist like I'm not going out sightseeing I'm pretty much in an a hotel and just enjoying the people that that's more of traveling to me. So, you know, anywhere that's where good people are, I haven't been to Japan. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how, how, how into hip hop they are or, or what it, what the vibe is, but like, I've been to Australia. I've been to Hungary. I've been to Greece. You know what I mean? it, it, it all, And it, for me, it kind of all runs together. Not that I don't appreciate it, but it's just like, it's just i it's just one thing it's torn you know what i mean like it's like yeah. you really just see the hotel and the venue and then you know what i mean like then you're in the next city you know what i'm saying the next day so it's kind of like i just like being in places like where the weather's cool i don't like cold places but like yeah where the weather's cool and you know uh the the it's a good hip hop crowd that it can can appreciate the music and europeans are mad appreciative of artists and the music in general, you know
0: yeah, that's very cool, and lastly, what about a producer? if we could snag any producer to make a beat for just a law, who do you think would 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 uh make the best sound for somebody you haven't worked with yet
1: yeah, you know that that's the same kind of question you know as the the feature, just because you know um I've kind of developed a sound with the brothers that I'm working with now. You know what I mean? Like um, the frog brothers, you know what I mean? Like the, the, these dudes I found for this album and it it was like, you know, I'm not my, I actually, my, I would probably want to work with alchemist. You know what I mean? He's like probably my, the king to me, you know what I'm saying? Like he can make anything sound good. You know, he just has that like it factor with his beats But, um, you know, I've developed, I'm developing my own sound to where I kind of just want to build that up. You know what I mean? Like, but I do appreciate like, um, you know, the, the alchemist, the the, uh, LP, you know what I mean? Just blaze. Uh, Yeah. I I mess with, um, with, uh, Oh, the high and the mighty mighty, mighty, my Yeah. He had some crazy beats, you you know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. Like uh, I, I remember all that, you know what I mean? Like that—that uh, that was a—that was a huge influence on what I did, you know. Um, nowadays, Apollo Brown, you know what I mean? Like um, I like what he did with the Ghostface album. That was kind of crazy, and you know, like. But uh, yeah, I listen. I pretty much know everyone. If you're in underground hip hop, I know your name. I know the producers. I know, you know what I mean. I I study this, so it's kind of like I've like. I know everyone, you know what I mean, and I have people that I always check for, like that the even the rappers and the producers I just named are people that I listen to. I'm more fans of, and you know even even it's like you could be a fan of somebody without actually collaborating with them. You know what I'm saying? It's like these are people that I I, I admire, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like I don't, I wouldn't want to mess up Dayflow or you know what I mean, and I wouldn't. Or, you know, what I mean, it's like I just want to play my position. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's always what I wanted to do as far as music. You know what I mean? Like, even with, with Jedi Mind, I was, like, just trying to be the sharpest I could at what I was doing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to me and talk to my audience about your career, your creative process, your music, et cetera. I know Anybody who's familiar with you is is a lab elabor- is feeling uh very fulfilled in what they've heard. Anybody who hasn't is probably curious about uh you know what what kind of music you have to offer. Uh we'll be featuring uh, the feature track on today's show is one eighty, uh which is coming off of MMA. When can we expect MMA?
1: Yeah, Tim Timothy, you know, uh I took a I took a while to record the album. You know, a lot of it was searching for beats. And, you know, um, it was just a process of me getting my footing into uh, what I was doing. Like, but, uh, you know, you know, Steve and Ethan at Marston House, you know, they're like, uh, we're wrapping it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, as we speak, it's kind of like right in the works. You know, I'm just getting the artwork together. I really didn't feel a rush on putting out the album. I really don't have a date yet. So, like, it was more of just like, I just wanted to create an album that I felt was perfect. You know what I mean? Like, like I took my time with every rhyme, like I didn't rush nothing. I cut some stuff off of it that I wasn't feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like I I remixed stuff just to, just to, to make it a complete thing. You know, there was no real time limit on it because like uh, when you get into the business of making music, you know what I mean? I think that's what makes it, um, the, the music watered down like when you go to the studio every week and you have to come up with something or you know what i mean sometimes that pressure is good but after a while i think you're you, you're playing the same note and you know what i mean there's no real growth in that like it ain't a really about like there's people that've written way more rhymes than me but like the i i feel like it doesn't really even enhance the skill because it's not about the rhyme. It's about the thought that you put into it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, if I write 10 rhymes, you know what I mean? Like those rhymes is going to be crazy. You know what I mean? And, and remembered, you know what I mean? As far as like on, on on a, a level of, of just creating from a place of not rushing stuff out, just so the fans can uh, say that they have something physical of yours. You know what I mean? Like that was the biggest backlash I got was because I'm taking my time, but the beats weren't right that I was getting, you know, and, you know, I'm working with people that ain't been doing this as long as I have, you know, all all the, like all the producers are no name, not no name, but I mean, it's like uh, these are dudes that you've never heard of, you know what I'm saying? And to, to create a, to bring the best out of them and to bring the best out of myself, you know what I mean? It took time, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like we we just like hopped in the studio and it was just magic, you know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, like I, it was very a patient process of picking and choosing what, what I wanted to hear. So yeah, there's no day for the album, but you know what I'm saying? It, it should be out like next month. I'm not even like either the end of this month or next
0: month. Okay. Well, that's, 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 uh, relatively soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, just, thank you so much. Uh, 180 is a feature track. We're all following you on Twitter at just a lot MMA. Uh, and of course we're, we're listening to, to your music and we're, uh, we're awaiting the release of, of MMA to, to see what wonderful materials coming out of Marson house.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, Ethan and, uh, Steve, man, they've been really cool dudes. Like, like, the studio, is, I'm mad comfortable there, you know what I mean? And it, it's, like, like a, it, it's just a, a vibe, you know what I mean? Like, mu- music, it shouldn't be, like, a, a stressful thing, you know? It, it should be, like, an easygoing thing you do, you know what I mean? I, like, I look at it as more of as even a hobby, you know what I'm saying? Like, there is money involved, but, you know what I mean? For me, it's like, yo, like, you, you always want to present it. The best way you can, you know, because um the you're only as good as like your last thing you do, you know. So when people try to water down their legacy of like putting out just product after product, I think you know, what I mean, people just need to slow down and then and then put out music, you know, because it it just sound it
0: the whole sound is better, you know. Are we gonna are we gonna hear you on a Marston House cipher anytime? You know? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. When, when. when, Oh, sorry about that. You're fine. uh, But yeah. Uh, as soon as the album comes out, you you know what I mean? Like nobody's heard anything new from me uh, until you know what I mean? Until this album comes out, you know. One eighty dropped. I had another video, Thought Crime dropped. You know, the they're both on the album. But you know, other than that, like no one's heard anything new until you know what i mean this album comes out but once it once it drops oh man the the cypher is gone you know what i mean <laughs> like
0: good good
1: cypher I'm, I'm gonna destroy that you know I mean? love it yeah 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 like you know it, i i i owe it to him you know what i mean like i want i want i want to do stuff like that you know it was it was like that's who i am you know that like I'm the cypher dude. I'm that one dude in the cypher that's going to spit a rhyme. You're going to remember, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, like that, that's me. So yeah, I always try to do stuff
0: like that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Blogtalkradio.com slash Marston House. We can listen to more episodes of Mighty Mighty Marston House. And of course, YouTube.com slash Marston X House. We can check out all of the Marston Marston House cyphers. Just, it's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you, Timothy, for having me, man. I appreciate that, man. And it was a good interview, man. You you asked some good questions.
0: Thank you. I, I take a lot of pride in my ability to ask good questions. Like there's, you know, you talked, you know, talking. You've done a, you've done, you know, hundreds of interviews, right? I want to make sure that when you ha- when you do this interview, you know, you walk away feeling like you really gave the audience something, and not something that's been reiterated year after year after year.
1: Yes, yes. You know that that's the thing. You know. Nowadays in the digital age, everything you do has to be quality. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I always want to present my brand in a way that looks good now. You know what I mean? And, and definitely this interview, it worked.
0: Great. I love that. I love that. I'm Timothy Lawson on behalf of Steve Ethan and the rest of us here at Marson House. We'll see you next
1: week.